Here's the big question. What if you had to start over from scratch and build a business with limited time and resources? Maybe the economy just pulled the rug out from under you, or you're in a business that's underperforming or a career that's going nowhere. How would you flip the switch to go from where you're at to where you wanna go? A profitable business that supports your family and allows you to live the life you were meant to live. My name is Jason Liu, and each week I'm gonna bring you guests that are further down the road while documenting my own journey. Welcome to the business of feeling good. What is going on? Jason Liu for episode 14 of The Business of Feeling Good. And it's been an amazing process uh, having you guys be a part of this journey. And uh, I got some great feedback last time we did a hodgepodge episode in terms of what's going on in my world. Uh, So I thought I'd give another one a shot here. And uh, today's actually inspiration came from a coaching call that I was on. Actually, not my coaching call, but I was on a call with a group of entrepreneurs and executives. And there are about six of us on this call. And I wanted to share a quick story that was really inspiring because it brought back such an affirming lesson that took me such a long time to learn. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about scoreboards here. Then we're going to talk about swipe files and inspiration and this idea around saturation or not knowing if there's a big enough niche for you for your business. So if you're thinking about a business right now or if you're in a business right now, why I believe there's always space. And then we're going to end on an idea of just giving yourself some grace. So those are going to be the four topics and we're going to do rapid fire here today. Um, but scoreboards. So uh, this group coaching call, uh, one of the lessons or one of the, I should say, challenges we got given uh, the previous week. And each week we get homework uh, that we report back to. But this week's lesson was to kind of get out on the skinny branches, which (laughs) I love the analogy. I love the kind of image in your mind, but it's going out and actually doing some things that scare you a little bit, but really move the needle. It could be personal. It could be in your business. It could be spiritual. It could be wherever you believe you need to grow. And what I loved about kind of the exercise was it kind of forced us out of the comfort zone a bit and do some things that maybe we wouldn't have done on our own. And a gentleman actually shared on our call about wanting to turn over a new leaf and trying to be a bit more vulnerable with his environment and with the community around him. And he shared about how he felt he failed this week because he went out and had a very intimate, uh, deep conversation with someone near him. And the conversation didn't go the way that he intended it to go. In fact, it went the opposite. So as opposed to a moment that brought two people together, it he felt like it drew, drove them further apart. And he came back and reported to the group and everyone, he said, you know, I felt like I failed this week and I kind of shut down for the rest of the week because it didn't go the way that I wanted it to. And um, I don't know about you, but I've definitely been in those places where I had a certain intention or result that I was wanted to have happen. And when it didn't happen, I was very critical of myself. Um, and I felt like I didn't achieve what I wanted. And the coaching that came from it was so poignant because the question that it got posed was, are you playing a winnable game? I'll repeat that. Say, are you playing a winnable game? And by that, I think so often when we try to do new things or we try to show up in a new way or try to become more vulnerable or try to um, go, go out and take more action when it comes to our business, so often when we're met with adversity, when we don't get the result that we want, that we say, oh, I failed. 
and we stop because it just feels too uncomfortable. And I think so many people stop at that moment or that juncture because it's so, uh, there's so much uncertainty. There's so much pain that comes from that experience. But the way to reframe that moment is if you're trying to do something new, it could be as simple as going to the gym for the first time. If you've ever gone to the gym and worked out and then went to the, went to the um, changing room and, you know, lifted up your, your shirt and tried to look at your stomach and didn't have six pack abs and said, Oh, you know, working out doesn't work. It's kind of like the same thing where if you take a step back and just recognize the fact that you showed up to the gym, that you worked out that day, regardless of what it looks like in your midline, that the win was showing up. And that was the lesson that was retold and then recognized by this individual was, look, you stepped out of your comfort zone. You showed up in a completely different way and you tried to do something with the intention of bringing a relationship close to you or closer. Now, the fact that it didn't land the way that you intended it to has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the other person. Maybe that person isn't ready for the conversation. Maybe it's more about where that person's at. Maybe that person doesn't want to forgive yet. But regardless of it, the intention of going into the conversation was to mend the relationship. But if you put the goalpost or if you put the scoreboard in someone else's hand and say, hey, I only get to win if that person sees it the same way I do, it's a losing battle. And I thought that was such a great analogy, such a great lesson to take away from that call because if we look at the areas or if I look at the areas where I feel like, oh, I'm failing or I'm not doing as well or I'm not being as successful. And in my own case at times, it's... I've, if I'm being honest and vulnerable, I've had challenges posting on social media um, just because A, it's not my favorite place to be at times. It doesn't always make me feel the best, though there are people I follow that really inspire me. Yet at the same time, I didn't, I don't like the game of how many likes, how many comments, how fast can you play it to the algorithm, like all these things that don't matter as much. But as opposed to moving the, the scoreboard or changing how I looked at it, I just didn't play the game, which means I didn't produce content, which means I didn't go out there and maybe help the one or two people that I could with whatever message I had that day. And when I looked at it through the lens of, it's just about the win is not the likes, the win is not the comments, the win is not who's coming back to you. It is the fact that you went out there and put something out into the world. And I felt that was such a strong message that came back to me and hopefully this conversation and my rambling makes some sense here to you. So that was the first lesson that really kind of hit home this week. The second one um, was around this idea of inspiration. So I had some of, some of you actually reach out to me and say, hey, where do you come up with topics for your podcast? Or where do you come up with topics in terms of creating content? And the interesting part is I used to always think that I would run out of content, especially if I gave everything I had to an episode that I wouldn't know what to come back to the next day. And the incredible part about the experience is that A, you never run out of content, especially if you're thinking about it from the documenting standpoint, where you're just documenting your life. There's a great book, which is on my shelf right now by Austin Cleon. I think that's his last name, but it's called Show Your Work. And it really is a great 
book. Um, if you want to call it a book, it's, it's almost like a picture book for adults, but it's an amazing book really talking about just documenting your work, like showing your work. Um, it just takes me back to math, right? You just don't need to see the end answer. It's like, how did you get there? And people are just as fascinated in how you got there, um, as they are the end result or the end answer. So, um, part of this process here has been a feeling like you can never run out of content or never run out of inspiration if you're just documenting your journey. And then two, um, from an ethical stealing standpoint, I really feel like when you see something inspires you or you see someone do something that's like, wow, that was really interesting. Could be content, could be podcast, could be a quote, it could be anything that I will capture it. So it could take a screenshot, I could um, write it down, but I like to put it all in Google Docs. So I've got folders, right? That these quotes, images, whatever they might be, inspire me in some way. And I'm not going to take them and, um, you know, file off the serial numbers and make it mine, but it, I'm going to use it as a way to inspire me in terms of what I want to talk about. So um, anyways, I think inspiration is always around you, but sometimes you've got to be just strategic about it. You've got to think about it in terms of there's going to be days where I feel very inspired to create content and there's days that I'm not. And on the days that I'm not, I go back to the swipe file or go back to this area where these posts have inspired me and something will click in. Some lesson will kind of come back into play here. So that was number two. Number three, uh, so this one came about actually from my swipe file. Um, I actually got this from a teacher that hopefully I'll be working with very soon, but she was actually talking about this idea around saturation. And I loved the analogy and I felt like it really hit home in regards to there are a lot of people right now since, since we've been in, I guess, this pandemic and since we've been in self-isolation that are thinking about starting an online business. They're thinking about converting whatever brick and mortar business they have into something online or taking a skill that they have and figuring out if they can be entrepreneurial with it. And I think it's an amazing time to be an entrepreneur right now. And I say that and people come back and say, Jason, well, isn't it saturated? Aren't there so many people that are trying to be fitness experts? Aren't there so many people that are trying to put out podcasts right now? And I say, absolutely, there are a lot of people that are trying to be fitness experts. And there are a lot of people out there that are trying to go into podcasts. But these two things really help me. One, if you guys have ever read Kevin Kelly's Thousand True Fans, go read that, right? It's really about creating a thousand true raving fans that love what you do and what you create, right? And if a thousand people all spend a hundred dollars at your business, that's a hundred thousand dollar business that you can run by just creating a thousand true fans. And if your goal is a million, that could be a thousand true fans that spend a thousand dollars with you, right? So all these numbers can really begin to add up in regards to building a tribe and building a community. But what this teacher really gave me was the idea of a coffee shop. She said, look, you know, if you walk down any, in any metropolitan city, and I'll take San Francisco as the example here, you can walk down a block here in San Francisco and you've got Pete's coffee, you've got Starbucks, you've got Phil's coffee, and then you've got Ritual, Blue Bottle, I don't know, Sight Glass, uh, Four Barrel. I mean, you have so many different options, yet each community has its own group of hipsters that are hanging out at these places saying, no, this is my tribe. I don't want to go to your tribe. This is my place, right? there's such a demand for coffee, but there's also this demand to be like, this is my kind of people that congregate in this space. And so 
by you putting your own spin, flavor, personality, uh, direction, uh, belief system on this business that you're creating, there's more than enough for everyone to have their business. And if that's your calling, if your calling is to go out there and start some sort of a business, my belief is that there's, yes, there will always be so many people, but if you are determined to stand out in your space, there is always room for you. And if you're willing to work at it, more importantly, and kind of suck at it for long enough, there is definitely space for you. And there's no such thing as something being oversaturated. Now, there's a whole different conversation around, you know, is there, are you in the wrong space? I had a friend of mine that was like, had a gaming platform uh, aimed at, uh, you know, people that were uh, children, really between 14 and 18, who wanted the product, but obviously didn't have buying power to go out there and purchase it. But that's a separate conversation. Um, But if you're talking about saturation, uh, trust me, if you want to stand out, there's always room. Final piece today, and we'll end with this, is I had someone say, Jason, you know, your podcast is all about being upbeat, being positive, and going out and getting after it. Do you ever feel down? And I told this person, absolutely. Like, don't believe everything you see on Instagram. Don't believe everything you hear in a podcast. Like, we all live normal human lives. And I told this person, I said, look, last night, like, we just felt like we're going to feel like doing absolutely nothing. So what did we do? We grabbed our masks, strapped them on, and we went out and got in and out. So we got burgers, we got fries, we sat in front of the TV and watched Netflix and hung out. And guys, we're living in totally different times right now. It's, it's May... I don't know, first week of May right now, uh, 2020. And none of us have lived through a pandemic before. None of us lived through uh, self-isolation before. And we're all handling it differently. And all of us need some grace and some leeway to say, look, we're just trying to figure it out. We're doing the best we can right now. And if it doesn't go our way sometimes, hey, do whatever you got to do to just comfort yourself, run a bath, um, watch some Netflix, um, you know, whatever you got to do to take care of you, to keep you sane, to be the best version of you to show up. And sometimes that's, you know, reading and meditating and exercising and doing all those things that you know are good for you. And sometimes it's just about, about grabbing a chocolate chip cookie, having a great glass of wine and hanging out. So you got to figure out what's best for you and um, make sure that you're taking care of yourself. So anyways, this is Jason Liu for another episode of The Business of Feeling Good. I hope you guys will join me on my next episode. I am so pumped for you guys to hear from our next guest. Um, he's someone that... Uh, I had the opportunity to know as an orientation leader at my school uh, while I was in college, and it made that experience amazing. He went off to become a doctor of oncology, radiology, and um, is finding kind of a new gear to kind of blend both entertainment and being a doctor. So I hope you guys are excited for the next episode. It's really about finding your path, finding your way, finding your light. Um, So I hope you guys will join me. Uh, Until then, I'll talk to you guys soon. Cheers. Thanks again. I hope you guys grabbed some great value out of today's conversation. If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to meet you personally. We've got a free Facebook community that you can dive into, free content, more resources, and I do lives every single week where I get a chance to interact with you and help coach you on exactly what you need. If you want to find it, you can find us at The Business of Feeling Good, or you can search the hashtag BOFG. Again, that's hashtag BOFG. If you like this episode, please share it. I'd love to hear from you. Your comments, your reviews truly mean so much to me. It's the lifeblood of what keeps me going and it's how I craft the content that's better gonna impact you. 
I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.